Hello and welcome to Dedicated Packers, the podcast where we do care about the Green Bay Packers. And we don't care about anything else. Let's go. Alright, hello and welcome back to Dedicated Packers. The Green Bay Packers won another football game coming off of their bye week against the Los Angeles Rams. It was a good game. The Packers won 24-12. We will talk about everything from the game. First, a little bit of pregame news. Uh, First of all, Sammy Watkins. He was released a cheap veteran addition to a relatively bare receiver room he suffered with injuries throughout this year had a hamstring I believe um really that hamstrung him and he had just generally poor performances he had a good game against Chicago but then now with Dobbs Watson Toure Cobb and Lazard all fully healthy you just didn't have space for a a guy that was only physically dropping off and so you release him, you only burned $1 million or so from a cap standpoint. His play didn't earn him any snaps, but he was seemingly a phenomenal teammate. And because of that, and Matt LaFleur talked about it a little bit, I wish Sammy Watkins nothing but the best of luck. I'm sad-ish to see him go. And then with that out of the way, let's jump into my game notes. Uh, in the first half, the Packers managed to find a way to play relatively solid defense while also displaying a lot of ineptitude in the secondary. They got off the field to start. There were some nice plays by Kingsley and Agbari, Preston Smith there. Kenny Clark on the first drive, I believe two straight plays. He just absolutely mauled the Rams in the run game. And the so the Rams only ended up putting six points up in that half. The Packers, every time they got into the their own end, the Packers held the Rams to a field goal. The offense, it ran the ball very well. They used a little bit of play action and some quick game, but the the run game was really what led them to their success. They were not willing to commit to any sort of under center runs, but A.J. Dillon just moved the pile to convert on fourth downs, punching a touchdown. He was doing it all. And that just sort of allowed them to jump up early to a 10 to 6 lead, jumping back to the defense. Just Rasul Douglas matched up on a shifty receiver. He's struggled all year. We're going to talk about this a little bit, but it's why people are talking about a safety transition with him. And I wouldn't hate to see it. Just keep Stokes and Jair on the outside and consider Rasul in more of the physical safety role because. With Joe Barry's play calling plus Rasul Douglas's coverage ability on shifty receivers, you end up with a lot of third and 13s given up. And so the half ended 10 to 6. Again, a relatively positive score from a Packers defensive standpoint, despite displaying a lot of ineptitude, not a great offensive output. But the Packers came out in the second half with two just excellent offensive drives. Jones and Dylan mauled on the ground. They throughout the night, dominated a really, really good Rams defense. 
And yeah, Watson, he didn't have much pass production, but my goodness, his blocks were put on full display to the tonight uh, they only ended up scoring 24 points 14 points in the second half all those points coming in the third quarter in this game but they could have had more if it weren't for a couple costly fumbles the defense however that's uh that was a bigger issue um they basically said you know we got our one third quarter stop that's about it that's all we want to do because after that oh my goodness it was a crap show for them they needed big plays from guys like kenny clark and preston smith to make sure that the Rams didn't jump back into the game. Russell Douglas got a pick because of Kenny Clark's pressure. Preston Smith got a couple of sacks that knocked the Rams out of field goal range. So those were those were some key plays there. The game ended 24-12. to Just the Packers, really the better team throughout the night. They showed it. Um, and by the way, shout out to Keyshawn Nixon. He had another phenomenal night. Returning kicks, returning punts. He's just so good. And I'll say it again, the fact that the Green Bay Packers rolled Amari Rodgers out over him might be the most egregious thing that they did this year as a coaching staff, and that is saying a whole hell of a lot. But with that, we'll move on to offensive notes. The run game worked. It worked really, really well. And the Rams came out, they played a huge amount of too high, a lot of it, not I was not expecting them to play that much, especially what we'd seen them put on tape in previous weeks, but they did it. So what should you do? Just from a pure, you know, basic football standpoint, what would you do in that case? Well, you should button it up. You should run the football. What do they do? Exactly that. The Packers, they got the run game working, and oh my goodness, it was so, so beautiful. Aaron Jones ripping off big-time runs from under center throughout the game, as was A.J. Dillon before leaving for a concussion. And then even Patrick Taylor got some really good runs in. So you saw this defensive approach by the Rams, this cover two shell, because they didn't, I assume, want to get beat over the top with guys like Watson and Dobbs, lead to the backers say, okay, you can do that, but we're just going to run it right at you guys. And in the first half, wasn't a lot of under center runs. It was a lot of gun runs. And I... I'm okay with that. It's not my favorite. I don't dislike gun runs because of how efficient they are, um, because I think the Packers are very good at getting production out of the gun, but they just don't do much for the passing game, and that's that's really what hurts me when I see them, and that's I feel like what hurt them a little bit, only putting up 10 points in that first half because when they got into areas like the red zone, they couldn't get the production that they needed in the passing game. But... Under center, that in the second half really came alive. They were able to, because of how much they committed to running under center and running well under center, they were able to get the passing game going. They hit Dobbs on play action a couple times. They notched a couple, you know, 20 plus yard gains. And then they also got Watson involved, getting him the ball on a key third down conversion. So running the ball so, so well, made sure that you were in control and it opened up off that all kinds of things over the middle be it aim breakers to Dobbs quick plays to Cobb shotgun runs great great you can do that in the first half but I really like them seeing getting the under center game going utilizing play action and without the fumbles you know of Aaron Jones and Randall Cobb I think this could have been a 35 to 40 point offensive game it was really really dominant the the offensive line played so well shout out to the guys up front and then the second note, the receivers did what they needed. It was by no means a great game for the Packers receivers, but they did what they needed to do. Romeo Dobbs, he made some just key plays. He picked up 
first downs late in the game that they needed. He had some conversions early on, including, I believe, the first third down. So just really, really nice to see him back in the lineup and contributing. Cobb, he also played really, really well. He had a fumble, but he just does all the dirty work. He makes the catches over the middle. He takes those hits like a champ. He, on one, might have been a conversion, might have just been a, a, a big pickup, but he caught a quick ball from Rodgers over the middle. I believe it was. It might even been a third down conversion. Just caught a quick ball from Rodgers over the middle. Got absolutely smoked by the safety, but hung on to the football. Great play there by Randall Cobb. Then, speaking of dirty work, Alan Lazard. The poor Alan Lazard. He only got one catch in this game for seven yards, but he just had a really, really, really nice night blocking, especially when he set up that key Christian Watson third down conversion. Alan Lazard does all the stuff in the in the dirty in the run game, and it it really showed tonight. Again, not great production through the air, but a really really good team player. And then Christian Watson, we're going to talk about him later, so I won't jump into him right now. But overall, just a solid night for the receivers, where they did what they needed to do. They let the run game set them up against a lot of too high, and then from there they made the plays that were there to be made. Defensively, some players played well, others did not. This night featured some really good games for guys. Preston Smith, he had two sacks. Kingsley and Agbari played very well. Kenny Clark, he is now fully, fully back. And those guys stepping up had absolutely massive impacts throughout the game, you know, be it with Kenny's penetration early on. Just I mentioned it shutting down a Rams run game that on the first play of the game ripped off like a 20-yard chunk play. Later on, Kenny forced Baker Baker Mayfield to throw an interception with his pressure. And that's just one of the guys. I mean, Kenny Clark, calendar hits December. He flips a switch, says, okay, I'm back. Preston Smith, he had two sacks. That was really, really nice to see. And then Enak Bari, he had one. He almost got a pick early on in the game. In addition to that, guy I haven't yet mentioned, Quay Walker. He had some big-time, big-time impact plays. I love Joe Barry sending him on the blitz. It was just incredible how fast he got down, down to the quarterback. He nearly missed two interceptions, just came so close. One probably would have been a pick six where he jumped a route, and then the other would have been, I believe the the Rams ended up scoring a touchdown on this drive, so would have been very helpful. There, he, in the inner, in the end zone, almost jumped up and got his hands on a ball, but just couldn't quite get there. Some players, however, Rasul Douglas, had very bad nights. Um, I'm, I'm specifically going to talk about Rasul Douglas here because I feel like he's sort of a big issue right now. I don't think he's being utilized properly. He is so smart. He is so physical. And those traits lead me to believe that he would be well-suited at the safety position. But leaving him against these like 165-pound guys like Tutu Atwell in the slot, it just doesn't work. Um, And you saw that tonight with Rasul Douglas, a very, very, very poor performance from him. Just, Just not sort of what you want to see and maybe we get some safety transition in the offseason going you keep just Stokes and Jair on the outside make those to your main corners say scrap the slot we're going to bring back Keyshawn Nixon put in the slaughter we're going to start putting Shamar Jean Charles in the slot and then we're going to shift Russell Douglas up to safety because I think he could be really good there I think that sort of better matches his his skills and that might be what the Packers need to do at this point. And then please, 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 
get rid of Joe Barry. I just, I can't, I, I, I don't even know what to say at this point. He's just a bad, a bad defensive coordinator. And we'll talk about this, but next week I'm going to need him to press elite receivers like Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle, guys with phenomenal speed, game-breaking speed. But why would I ever expect him to do that if he's not even willing to press Van freaking Jefferson or Tutu Atwell? It's insane how poorly he utilizes Jair Alexander. And when Matt LaFleur is coming out and saying that he wants his defense to be more aggressive, it is so, so annoying to see Barry play in this passive style. I just don't understand his approach. It is absolutely infuriating when on third and four, Jair Alexander is, I'm not exaggerating, 11, 10, 11 yards off the line of scrimmage. It's ridiculous. It absolutely needs to stop. All right, and then to wrap this off, let's just discuss my players to watch. My first player to watch, Christian Watson. It's fine. Really, it's fine. I'm okay. I'm going to give myself the L in this one, but but it is not because Christian Watson had a bad game, in fact, and I tweeted this. I think he had one of the best games possible for a wide receiver that barely touched the ball because he was excellent in every single aspect of the game aside from the receiving and running part he blocked his freaking ass off he essentially took out two guys on an Aaron Jones touchdown on a lot of the big runs you look there was Christian Watson inside doing the dirty work he also drew a bunch a bunch of penalties I mean Jalen Ramsey was absolutely terrified the Rams on the whole or because they played a huge amount of too high the whole time. And whenever Ramsey was on him, it was basically Ramsey plus safety help on Watson because they were not going to let Watson keep them beat and then beat them deep. And then he drew a bunch of penalties using that. He drew one on, uh, I believe, a safety hill uh, on later in the game, bailed out the Packers on a bad ball, getting them the ball inside the Rams maybe the Rams 20, maybe the Rams 30. He also earlier in the game had some illegal contact. He drew some illegal contact from Jalen Ramsey. And then like the first drive of the game, he drew what should have been both hold and pass interference. And I I, I mean, it's just as, as well as you can play when you don't touch the ball. And I say he barely touched the ball, but he still went four for 46 through the air. He was the second leading receiver, and he made a couple of key plays, including a third and two, I believe it was, catch to ice the game, third and one maybe to ice the game, um, getting the Packers the ball, you know, inside the Rams 30 or so. He did miss a miss a signal from Rodgers on third and two another chance to I wouldn't say ice the game the game was pretty much over at that point but to really seal the victory and Rodgers was joking about it after the game because Watson just didn't even look he just missed the signal was not on the same page went to block instead of looking for the screen that Rodgers threw and Rodgers was saying you know if you if you if you want to catch touchdowns you got to run got to run the right route and ultimately that's probably his missed signal was probably what forced me to give myself the L in this area but just let me end with this quote from Rodgers because it was a hell of a game from Watson even though he barely did anything through the air still had 46 yards Rodgers said in his interview after the game 
He's such a good kid. He really cares about it, and he's so damn talented. That about sums it up. Uh, with that loss from Christian Watson, I'll go to 16, 6 and 19 on the year. And then my second player to watch, Kingsley or JJ Enagbari. He had a really, really, really good game on the second drive. I believe it was he came up with a sack. He almost had an interception, and he made multiple nice plays in the run game. This guy is just he has an unbelievable amount of talent. The fact that they got him in the fifth round is absolutely ridiculous, and I was very impressed with the game he had today. So that'll that'll make me 7 and 19 on the year. Look, man, I plan. Trust me, I plan on getting to 10 before the end of the season. My goal, double digit, double digits in the win column for my players to watch segment. But that is pretty much all that I have for you. Um, the Packers... It was an, it was a fun game to watch, just an enjoyable game all around because they were in control for so much of it. They're going to have a tough task going to Miami next week, but we'll see what happens. I will be back on Wednesday. Well, that's only in, you know, two days now. I'll be back then with a preview for you. But as always, thank you very much for listening to Dedicated Packers. And until next time, go Pack, go.